Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's a podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say thank God for that. It's not just me and I can speak to you and say no, it isn't just you. It is also me. Uh, got back on the one stuff today. Had a look on Spotify, thought I'd do a little playlist and then it says fans also like and I thought I will see if I am the same. Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine, yes. Ned's Atomic Dustbin, yes. In Spiral Carpets, yes. Kingmaker, yes. Dodgy, yes. Black Grape, yes. Cud. Now I know of them, but I couldn't name you one of their songs. Senseless Things, dunno. Jean, yes. Mock Turtles, yes. Jesus Jones, used to love Jesus Jones. Real, real, real. I've still got that 12 inch in the house. So uh, yeah, it would appear I am a type uh, grunge, indie, don't know. I've been thinking about being environmentally friendly. Yes. And I guess if you think about the wonder stuff, some people would have said that was music for crusties back in the day. And if you think about our king, King Charles Spaniel, um, he was mocked for a very long time for his um, environmental uh, interests, wasn't he? Mocked for saying that he spoke to his plants, mocked for having an interest in architecture, mocked for many, many things. And yet here we are, it's trendy to be environmentally friendly. But again, I was um, reflecting on, I watched an episode, and I might have referenced this in a previous podcast episode of Absolutely Fabulous. And this is going back like 30 years. And they were saying how they had to have a right on fashion show. And it was saying that um, we need to have a fully diverse catwalk wearing clothes that are recycled. So it's not a new thing, but maybe to keep it current and relevant, we need to keep reinventing. I mean, when I was 16 years old and I worked in Mortimer's Fruit and Veg Shop in Basingstoke, um, I always remember this woman that would come in to buy her fruit and veg. And I'd say, oh, do you want one of our carry bags? And she would always say no. And I said, well, they're free. And she said, no, I don't want one. I'm reusing this one. And she made a kind of point about it. And I remember thinking at the time, uh, why would you like turned down the free carry bag um but she was environmentally conscious and friendly and god going back to our grandparents era you know always reusing saving um always frugal always um making sure nothing went to waste because they grew up with the privations of war so it's not a new thing at all. And do you know what I wonder and what I worry is that it has become polished and professionalized. And um, <laughs> so there was a local green fest. Yes, a festival of green living. And I do take, and I have to be careful that it's not reverse snobbery, but I do take issue with being lectured on environmental sustainability or environmentally friendly practices by people who have got enormous resources 
And we do have to be careful because you've got people saying to you, well, like, really, yeah, you should have an electric car. You should definitely have an electric car. But there are millions of the people in millions of people in the UK that do not run a car. There are millions of people that do not have a car because they cannot afford a car. And some people do not like to think that their environmental footprint is more than somebody who they don't agree with the way that they live their life. <laughs> and we have to be honest because the best way to be environmentally friendly is just not to consume so much shit, really. Not to consume so much stuff. And I cannot be earnest about, well, I'm being sustainable when my household has two cars. We don't go on foreign holidays. We haven't been on a foreign holiday. We've been on two foreign holidays as a family. Um, and that's not us going, well, it's because we're environmentally friendly. In the first instance, it was, oh, my God, no, I'm not taking two uh children under the age of five abroad because that's not fun unless you are a family for whom it is fun I mean we've covered this in a previous episode you must not compare yourself to other families um, so we didn't take the kids abroad when they're both tiny because we thought well that's not going to be fun and then we have also not taken the kids abroad because we have not been able to afford it um, and then we have dogs can't take dogs abroad and if you do go abroad and you've got dogs um, and you've got the sort of dogs that nobody wants to look after for 10 days you have to pay for your dogs to go on holiday uh, and so then you've got to find money for that so you know we try our best um, <laughs> I buy pre-loved I've got lots of second-hand clothing but again there is that element of is there a bit of you know going, oh, look, I've bought secondhand clothes. So, you know, could you just see this on Insta? Can I show you on Instagram my secondhand Gucci shoes? I do have a secondhand pair of Gucci shoes. Um, does that make it okay? I'm not sure that it does. Because again, there are people that are saying, well, you know, I haven't bought any pairs of shoes for the past two years because I can't afford to. And their carbon footprint is markedly less than mine so yes there was a green festival that was advertised using uh, plastic signs mm, how do you feel about that people um, featuring talks from people who are in a position of wealth and I think it's good that we talk about the things that we can do and the choices that we can make. And if people can afford to have solar panels and get their energy that way and sell it back to the grid, that's a good thing, right? That's good. That's a little bit of people doing their part. Um, but we've got a lack of government willing, I reckon. So it's interesting to think how you've got these different layers of people who can afford to make environmentally friendly choices or I don't know what if you're putting in solar panels to heat your horses stables if you don't get that reference go and uh, search for 
warm horse as a hashtag on Twitter. It's funny. Um, yeah, you've got people that will <laughs> do profligate spending who, oh my God, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this, there is someone who I followed on Instagram. I don't follow them anymore because they were making a big song and dance about uh, sustainable fashion. And then they went on holiday to a luxury resort in the Maldives. Is that okay? I don't, well, I mean, personal choice, up to you, do what you like. But I don't know if you can say, hey there, I'm like really sustainable when you've flown all the way there to go and stay at a luxury resort. I don't think the two things necessarily go hand in hand. Or do they? Tell me, correct me, educate me. I'm interested in the conversation. So I did not go to this green festival because I would have had to have driven. Well, I could have walked, but it would take me like four hours, uh, maybe two hours. Um, but yeah, I would have driven. Is that a good thing to do? We just know. Consume less. The end. Isn't it? Buy local. Consume less. Just consume less would be the answer, really. Um, but we don't like to do that because, you know, we want to go out and have fun and spend our money and buy clothes and go to Thought Park <laughs> and go on Swarm and feel slightly sick afterwards because you're 47 and there's something going on now with your inner ear, which means that you feel really dizzy when you come off of things like that. Um, yeah, so there's that we're also having in our village, um, they're setting up a committee to focus on being greener and I've seen people advertising it by putting the posters inside a plastic, a plastic sleeve and then pinning them to um, fence posts. <sighs> Is that very green? I don't know. So, you know, on the one hand, it's fill your lawn with wildflowers. On the other hand, people will be judged if they haven't put the lawnmower out. I don't know what the answer is, apart from consume less. Um, so <laughs> it's going to be, I know, over the next few months, a bit of greener than thou going on. Because as I understand it, these posters that are being put up, they're going to encourage people to put them in their windows to say, excuse me, but I am being green. And I just can't help but think that if we each examined every house in the village uh, based on our consumption of stuff, I think some of the people that are most vocal about being green might not score the best. Mm, there's something to think about. Answers on a postcard, please. That side, uh, I had a new experience today where I dropped my child, dropped my son off at a house. I said, there's nobody here. He went, yeah, yeah, there is somebody here. I said, there's nobody here. There are no cars here. But to my delight, there was a ring doorbell so the parent could see exactly who was in the house before they did return home and say, excuse me, why are there four sweaty boys in my house? Um, so uh, what do I hope for you? I hope nobody lectures you about how you can be greener. That's what I hope for you. And in the meantime, please come back and join me tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you did, please give it a share. And thank you for being here. See you soon. Bye-bye.